morning. Thank you so much for listening. This is Camille Broderick with Camille's Demi Hour on 89.5 Nantucket's NPR station. And on the show, we talk about everything in the Epicurean world here on Nantucket Island, from the chefs behind the line to the wine sommeliers working the floor to the farmers and those who support the agricultural industry here on Nantucket, and then all the craft and artisanal makers in between. So thank you for joining us again. And in the studio, we have Evan Marley today. Many of you probably know his name. He is a fixture on the island in the food world. He started at Michael Fahey's Fahey and Fromagerie and then evolved into the pizza guru pretty much here on island. If you haven't tried his pizza, uh, I'd be surprised. And those who are visiting and are new to the island, it is probably one of the best pizzas you can get on island and probably one of the best pizzas you may ever try. Evan from Pie Pizzeria. Evan Marley, welcome. Welcome. <laughs> it's so nice to be here. Um, yeah, I'm Evan Marley from Pie Pizzeria, and it's uh, nice to be here on NPR. Well, I guess you just mentioned that this is not your first time in a studio. You used to be a DJ back in the day. Yeah, in high school, I worked for 89.3 FM Concord, um, Massachusetts. I was their DJ on there. High school radio station. So. They even had a radio station from Concord? They did, yeah. It was in a little trailer at the high school. <laughs> well, I'm sure you're going to do just great getting back to your roots then. Yeah, I'm excited, looking forward to it. Well, awesome. I'm I'm lucky. Uh, well, we are all lucky to have you here. I think you are a fixture to this island Thank in you. the pizza world. Uh, there's, I don't yeah. really know where to begin because your pizza experience actually started maybe back in Concord. Why don't we start there? Yeah, so in high school, I worked at the local pizzeria. I always loved pizza as a kid as most kids do, but I loved it a little bit more, I guess. And I ended up working at this uh, pizzeria for a second generation Neapolitan family. And I just uh, just fell in love with it. And I always wanted to have my own place one day. And it was just a dream. And how old were you then? Um, I started when I was about 16 years old. So yeah. And uh, But you had a fight for your way to get behind the line and make the pizza, didn't you? Yeah, it didn't come easy to me. Um, the people who made pizzas there, they were all the Italians and they were like, yeah, you're a wasp. You can't make pizza. <laughs> so I ended up starting, you know, uh, making the sandwiches and working in the salad station and whatnot. And, but I worked my way up and I fought for it. And I finally got there when somebody didn't show up for work and I stepped in. So <laughs> it was good. An opportunity. Yeah. So fast forward, how did uh, you come to Nantucket and uh, I believe your was your first job here working uh, with Michael Fahey? Uh, no, I actually started, I was a waiter at 21 Federal. Um, and pr- actually prior to that, a brief stint at the tavern. I worked at, at the tavern for about a month, and then I got a job waiting tables at, at 21 Federal. And that was really great working for uh, Chick Walsh. I admire the man. He was an excellent man. And I worked in several restaurants um, out, uh, other than that. And then um, I went to work for Michael. Um, I wanted to learn more about wine, and mm-hmm. he really So you were uh, a wait, you were a server and That's working in the restaurants? Yep. And what year or, or, or time period? You don't have to t- totally date yourself. No. Yeah. So I got on island about in, uh, in the 90s, uh, early 90s. Mm-hmm. And um, then um, started working for Michael about 10 years after being on the island. And um, I worked in the front and we uh, sold wine together and it was really awesome. And uh, one day um, <clears throat> he, we were having pizza after a really busy day and uh, we were enjoying pizza together and I looked up and he, or he said to me, how do you like this? And I was like, yeah, it's all right. And, uh, and I said, you know, I can make pizza better than this. And he said, so put your money where your mouth is and get started in the back, uh, back of the shop. So that's how it, that's how it all began. And, um, and we did it. So it was yeah. really, it was really amazing, amazing opportunity. Yeah. And I was really excited, uh, 
to do that. And, and the line started growing because, um, as some of you may or may not remember out there, um, Fahey and Fromagerie was a cheese shop and a wine shop and an amazing premier, gourmet yeah, specialty. Absolutely. I think yeah. probably legendary for the island. I think it was just he curated that place so beautifully. Uh, and amazing. His, yeah, yeah. His, his palate is incredible. He's helped... His name comes up often in the studio today. He's been a real, I think, a mentor for a lot of people on this island in the Absolutely. wine in the wine world. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the line started growing at at Fahim from Marjorie for the pizza in the back. So yeah. how how did the transition happen, and how did you find the space um, where you are now? Yeah, so um, I you know I had always wanted to have my own location. So I worked with uh, Michael for three years, and then um, then I left, and I um, I started looking for opportunities and you know I must have looked at like you know 10 to 15 different different locations and uh and I finally uh found the one that was that was right for me and uh I was working um in a at 56 Union for Wendy and Peter waiting tables and uh and they said you know Evan you should go and you should talk to Pat Tyler over at uh the West Creek Cafe that's for sale so I did I left a matter of fact Instantly, I had all of my side oh, work wow. done, and I just drove right <laughs> over there. And I went and I talked to uh, she, she. She wasn't there at the time, but uh, but I set up an arrangement with the realtor, and uh, stars aligned, and everything oh, fell wow. together. It That's was it. really, you know, it was it was definitely biting off more than I wanted to chew at the time, or I thought that yeah. you know having a full service restaurant, you know. But uh, but here we are today, and it's been a really Excellent thing. Yeah. Well, it's an amazing location too. Um, yeah, it's kind of location. in town, but not in town. Yeah. Um, and so, when was the year and the time you first opened the doors? Yeah, so uh, we opened uh, January first of uh, two thousand and seven. In the dead of winter for your dead locals. Of winter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> people would think you would open in the beginning of summer, but yeah, well, you might as well get the wheels nice and kind of I lubricated before felt then. Like, yeah, you want to kind of. You want to get everything, you know, to get the get the wheels greased yeah. a little bit before you hit, hit the yeah. ground running in summertime. You know, yeah. people's first experience of a restaurant are always uh, are always really really important. Right. So if they have a bad experience, once that might not yeah. return. So yep. you, uh, we always wanted to uh, to get started. You know, maybe that time of year. And it was only it was always for full service. That was the the business plan. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. full bar uh, takeout. Full and, bar uh, takeout year round. Yeah, full menu. So. And so you you have a. A lot of loyal regulars and customers, both from Fahey and Fromagerie all the way up to today. So for the year-round regulars to the seasonal first comers, how do you how do you take care of everyone? I mean, you must have your favorites. Yeah. Um, well, you know, we really like all of the customers, and we have to treat uh, both the uh, the summertime people and the wintertime people the same as to not be exclusionary towards one or the other. You know, we're not the restaurant that's, like, going to raise the prices in the summertime and only to, like, lower them in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we kind of want to be, you know, your year-round, you know, place that's going to be, you know, um, taking care of both people the same way. It, it, it's, it's difficult to, to uh, kind of put a priority on your summertime people. And to to or vice versa, put a priority on your year-round customer. You know, we really have to be fair, and we have to treat everybody the same. So I feel like that's the best way to go. You know, and uh, and just treat everybody the same. So well, if you are just listening, you're speaking to Evan Marley with uh, Pie Pizza here on Nantucket Island, and he's just talking about how he started his pizza life um, as a young boy working at a pizzeria place in Concord, Massachusetts. And then he's evolved to um, owning his own shop here on island, um, along with his wife as well. Uh, and she's been your business partner from the beginning? Yes, yeah. And uh, what's her connection to Nantucket? 
Uh, okay, so yeah, she arrived a few years earlier than I did, and um, she's done everything on the island. Um, um, and she uh, ended up starting a, a health food store, uh, the Light Generation Market, and um, and that's where we met at her store. And I would just go in there and I'd get a, a small carrot juice and an ounce of wheatgrass, and she would make it for me. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, and then so we we started as friends, and and uh, and then it developed from there over the course of time. And um, and, and then you we bond over got pizza. together. Yeah, we got together when I was at at Vain for Marjorie, and uh, and uh, here we are today. So yeah, oh, that's great. Yeah. So you also have some other amazing items on your menu uh, besides pizza. You want to tell us about that? Yeah. Uh, so I was really. In other words, I mean your amazing steak, which now is kind of <laughs> not a secret anymore. Yeah. Um, so I always felt since we're going to be a full service restaurant that I wanted to uh, provide Nantucket with a wonderful American Italian experience. Um, there wasn't anything um, when I had started. Um, and I know that every small town in America, there's always like a small, uh, an Italian, American Italian restaurant yeah. that's always and really great, you know. And the house of whatever. The house of, <laughs> yeah. And and here on Nantucket, we didn't have anything like that. And I really wanted to fill that void. I thought that that was, uh, that was really needed, as well as brick oven pizza and wood-fired br- uh, brick oven well, pizza. Well, I'm so glad you brought so. that up because I, I do want to talk about brick oven, coal, and wood fire. Um I think your knowledge is quite extensive. I would love to hear, and I'm sure others would love to hear, really the difference between coal and wood and kind of the direction you went, especially with the space that you have and I'm sure the permitting and what you can do. Yeah, the traditional way that we do pizza in America is cooked with gas, and gas throws a lot of moisture off. Um, It's it's a liquid form, and it kind of throws a little bit of steam. Um, The best thing about coal and wood is that they offer really dry heat. Um, which is beneficial to both uh, uh, pizza making and bread making as well. Um, so it's it's it was a toss up uh, for me, you know, knowing about all the other pizzerias, you know, the famous coal ovens of you know uh, Connecticut and New Haven area, and then there's also some um, some coal ovens down in New York City and, and whatnot. Um, wood was really hard to get, and that's why they went to coal. Um, all the Neapolitans cook with wood, um, but in New York City, it was uh, Wood was harder to come by, and, and coal was uh, was the easier choice. That's why they went with coal. Um, in Italy, you, you're not going to really find a coal oven pizzeria. It's all um, all either gas or electric or, or wood. Um, but the traditional, real Neapolitan places that um, that started pizza as we know it today, mm-hmm. um, they all cook with wood. So that was the option that I wanted to go with. So. And so, according to you, the first pizza place in the United States is is where? Uh, yeah, so Lombardi's on Spring Street, nineteen oh five. They were the first licensed pizzeria. Wow, in America. And but the we eat pizza differently than the Italians do. You were saying how um, we actually have have grown accustomed to sharing a pie. Yeah. Versus, um, like you had mentioned earlier, that they actually have individual pies and they actually use a fork and knife and don't cut it into slices. Right. So. Uh, in Italy, yeah, you get your own pie, but here in America, it's more of a social sharing experience. You know, everyone's gonna, you know, go out and you know get a large pizza, and the whole family's gonna share it, or they're gonna get one, they're gonna take it home, mm-hmm. and everyone's gonna sit around and watch Monday Night Football and eat pizza, and mm-hmm. you know, so it's a, it's, it's a really neat it's a really neat thing to to share. But whereas in in Italy, you're basically getting your own pizza, and it's 12 inches, uh, anywhere from 10 to 12 inches, and you eat it with a knife and fork. It gets served on a plate, and it doesn't get caught 
It's mm-hmm. not cut. You would cut it yourself and eat it yourself. So it's a personal thing over in Italy. But in America, I realized that we needed to offer it um, like the way Americans eat pizza. You know, so so we have two sizes. We have the 12 inches, and then we also have the 18 inches. And the 12 inch, I think, is absolutely perfect for a hungry individual or as a perfect little snack for two people. Yeah. It's the perfect size. Yeah. I really like that size a lot. And, uh, you know, that's I, th- I think the small is the way to go. Somebody said to me once... Uh, which do you think is better, the small or the large, in the, in the beginning when we had first started? And I'm like, what do you mean? It's like the same. But I've thought about that question uh, from now. And I, no, I think the small is better. So. <laughs> well, I mean, in the wine world, they say how a Magnum is perfect for three people when yeah. one's not drinking. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so maybe that might play true for the large pizza. You can come up with something analogous to that. Absolutely. So you, um, you've done a lot of research uh, just to learn more about pizza like most people do for whatever passion there is in their work and in their life. And uh, I'm proud to say I agree with you and I'm honored to say I agree with you that whenever I go to get a new piece of pizza, I always go for the classic or the margarita. Yeah. You kind of need to go for the staple to get a feeling for the quality of cheese and the quality of sauce. And I think with yours, um, the, the sauce, it's not even just the sauce or just the cheese. It's the flavor of both the cheese and the sauce. And I personally, I think that's the definition of real great Italian cooking. It's how the things marry together because when grandma Sophia is in the garden and she has her tomatoes, they may not be as bitter as the tomatoes from the neighbor. And then they make the right, they they have a certain cheese that they like that goes with that sauce more than um, another sauce. So I think the combination of your ingredients is really what's so special. Yeah, and as well as the balance too. You, you, you really want to have a proper balance. Um, pizza can be made with too much sauce and not enough cheese and it's just not right. And, or it can be made <laughs> vice versa with not enough sauce and too much cheese and it's just not right. So it's uh, as well as having, you know, really good quality ingredients and uh, and and you know, serving them with integrity. I mean, you have to have the balance. The balance has to be be there. You know, it's really important not to have too much toppings or too much cheese. Otherwise, it's just, you're, you're, you're missing everything. So it's yeah. the fine balance between yeah. everything. And that, the weight and the proportions. Yeah, and, absolutely. So if you're just tuning in, we're speaking with Evan Marley. He is in the studio today. He is the owner and founder of Pie Pizza here on Nantucket Island. And this is Camille's Demi Hour on 89.5, Nantucket's NPR station. And we were just talking about his... Uh, style of pizza, and uh, I did want to ask about the ingredients. You you explained how you found an amazing uh, sausage that you that you liked, and uh, how you kind of resourced that. And then I wanted to ask if you could tell us that story. That'd be great. And um, I would also like to to ask if you work with any of the farmers here for some local ingredients. Yeah, that's the best thing is um, being able to work with local people here. Um, you know, uh, it's just it's just great that. People are so helpful out here, and then there's also, you know, a lot of community support here on Nantucket with Sustainable Nantucket. And, uh, you know, if you start with really wonderful ingredients, you're going to make – and you don't don't mess them up too much. You're going to really have wonderful food. Um, So it's important to use what what we have here – you know, as well as the carbon footprint and all of that, you know, that everybody talk about, you mm-hmm. know, but it comes down to the bottom line of like, if I get, you know, a tomatoes that are, you know, picked, you know, yesterday and I can serve them, you know, in a caprese salad today and I pick basil and I make pesto from basil that's grown here on island in a greenhouse, you know, it's like, that's just so wonderful. 
it's like that's what helps to make food shine. So using using what we have in abundance here on the island mm-hmm. is 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 really the way to go. Um, it's like a, it's it's definitely extra work for me. You mm-hmm. know, yeah, I'm driving around. I'm like having to go here, there, and and you know work with the seasons and what we have available. But, you know, it's very easy to pick up the phone and just call. You know, one of my purveyors, and just have everything dropped at the back yeah. doorstep. But the quality's not going to be there. And um, I think that uh, you know, if you're going to do this, you know, you're going to be in the restaurant business. You really want to uh, do the best you can, and uh, you know, feel some integrity. You know, so I think it's important. And the farmers here, do you do you actually buy direct? So there are no middlemen here when you right. are sourcing from the island and the right. people Absolutely. here. Absolutely, and it supports the farmers that support us. You know, it's like mm-hmm. everybody that I buy from, they come and they get pizza from me. You right. know, it's a it's a really nice you know circle that just stays right here on on Nantucket. And yeah, that's really cool. I know. I think well, people. I think pizza is quite addictive, <laughs> so yeah. you need to get your pizza fix. Um, so there is a new newer pizza uh, company in town too called Oath that yeah. is a completely kind of different concept. Um, they make their pizza in these little ovens in ninety seconds. It's really kind of fast. Yeah, service. it's a real quick quick concept. You know, it's. Uh, have you been down there? What are your? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I checked it out. Uh, is that down there? You know, I gave them a couple of weeks to get there. Uh-huh. Get <laughs> their feet wet. <laughs> get the groove on. You know, uh-huh. and I went down there and checked it out. Yeah, um, it's uh, great for what it is. Um, I think the quick concept is a. Uh, really taken off in America you know yeah. it's it's a uh, it's really cool to be able to just um you know stand stand in line and and then and go down and have your pizza made right in front of you and have them pop it in the oven and then pay and then and, you know by the time you pretty much by the time you finish paying you know it's out and out and in front of you um you know I think that's I, I think it's I think it's awesome mm-hmm. I think it's good and then there's what steam for down there yeah. yeah it's great the quick service for that for yeah. the boat I mean it's kind yeah. of an ideal location for sure. just people walking around and Needing a quick pizza fix, uh, yeah. and then there's what there's steam steamboat pizza too. Yeah, sure. So steamboat pizza is uh, is really uh, great for being down there. Um, they're uh, predominantly a slice place, and um, you know there's wonderful thing about pizza is it's like it's it's like great, you know, and it's like it's something that you know can be enjoyed in all different ways. Yeah. And there's not like one type of pizza. There's different types of pizza. Some more kind of like leaning towards flatbreads and stuff and uh-huh. you know but and and some being more traditional, you know, and yeah. and um some being more, you know, American quick service and stuff. So, you know, I mean steamboat pizza is nice for a great slice on the go, mm-hmm. you know, it's yeah. and it's convenient down there on Broad Street, you know, or just like a late night snack after the, <laughs> you know, chicken box. The or chicken something box, like that. of course. Yeah, so. But the Greeks actually started kind of the first concept of pizza. They would have—is it the Greeks or? Oh no! Did you say the Egyptians? Oh, okay. So that's yeah, a good so story. As we know, pizza. You know, um, it's it's the Egyptians that first pounded out like unleavened dough and put oil and like herbs. Oh, on so it. smart! And so they were kind <laughs> of the first people to do. But the people that would put sauce and cheese on pizza were the Neapolitans. And Neapolitans. So pizza as we know it today here in America really came from Naples, Italy. Naples, Italy. Yeah. So if you yeah. really want to get the best pizza probably in the world, you... That's where you go. You really American style. You know, p- yeah. pizza as we know it. Yeah. Right. Pizza as we know it here with sauce and cheese, you know. And uh, we didn't talk about the, your amazing uh, sausage purveyor and where you... Uh, Ended up sourcing the great sausage for your sausage pizza. Yeah, so I had never been to Lombardi's, but although I had heard, and before I had started, um, or actually, I think it was after my first year of working at Fahey and Fromagerie, um, I went down to New York, and um, I went. I wanted to go to Lombardi's because they were the first pizzeria in America. 
And I went there, and uh, the owner at the time, Rosemary, um, I talked to her, and I and I ordered a pizza, and I ordered a a, a small margarita with half sausage, and because I really wanted to try the sausage that they had there. And uh, and re- after I finished the pizza, Rosemary came over to me, and she goes, "Evan, Evan, how did you like the pizza?" And I was like, "I loved it. I thought it was great. But you know what? I really liked is the sausage, and I'm really looking for you know a good sausage because I found that the ones I had tried from all my purveyors." It just didn't really wasn't as wasn't what I was used to, so uh-huh. we'll say that. And, it's um, delicate. It has a little spice to it. It's yeah, really nice good. fennel flavor. Yeah, really fresh spice. It's, yeah. And so she said, "Evan, I'll tell you where you go to get it." And uh, she told me, and I immediately went outside, jumped in a cab, went there. They were just closing these like iron gates on the door, you know, as they have in New York. And I'm like, "No, stop! No, stop!" So I ended up uh, talking to Dave at uh, Esposito's, and he let me come in, and he was like, "Who are you?" And I was like, "Rosemary from." You know, Lombardi sent me, and he was, oh, oh, so. <laughs> got the connection you were in. Yeah, I was in, and we talked for about, you know, half hour, 45 minutes, and we That's developed great. a way to get the uh, sausage uh, shipped to us. Once a week comes up FedEx, and uh, we came up with shipping containers and freezer packs, and uh, now it's just automatic, you know. And the sauce, really is great. it your recipe? Yeah. And yeah. the, um, try how many how many times did that take to make? Well, <laughs> I mean, I can't even imagine the process and all the pizzas you had to taste to just get it right. Or Yeah, well, you know, constantly tweaking things. And, you know, I always want everything to be better all the time. Um, the learning curve gets harder and harder as, as, you, as you go on. So I mean, in the beginning, the learning curve was a lot faster. So I was constantly trying different things. And I was, you know, with the sauce and I was trying, you know, maybe I would sweat down some carrots and some onions and I would buzz those up in a, in a, in a, you know, a Roboku, you know, a KitchenAid mixer. And then I would add those as like a, a sweetness in order to sweeten the tomatoes. And, and, you know, I would try all number, a number of things, but, um, I realized getting the quality ingredients and keeping mm-hmm. it really simple, really simple is the right. way to go. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's kind of true with all good food. So that's great. Well, is there anything you'd like to share with, um, Nantucketers or to any of your customers out there or your staff and the people that, Love well, your pizza so much? Yeah, well, you know, it's it all starts with the customers, you know, and I really appreciate, you know, um, the people that, uh, you know, join us for either lunch or dinner. And um, and then, uh, you know, right behind the staff is uh, all the wonderful employees that we're lucky to have. And, um, you know, the people that have been with us since, uh, since day one and the new people that are, you know, starting, uh, you know, in the last couple of years. It's really nice to work with everybody. So Great. It's really cool. Well, it's an honor to have you here. Your piece is fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing so many great pies with the island. So cheers yeah. to you. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome.